Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're a wizard, Matt. Or maybe you're not, because I don't know if you actually started the game or not. But hey, Harry, Hogwarts Legacy is out. That's all I got. Yeah, I respect that. I Chinese weather balloons. Ohio's in shambles. I came home more with... than normal. <laughs> yeah, I've... <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of shit going on. All right, world's falling apart. It's all wake, over. Wake up. You know what I mean. I did also make that joke to Samantha though, because uh, which one? The your wizard. Oh, okay. <laughs> I came home from work. It was so we. We'll get into it probably further on, but we bought the deluxe edition. Sure. Yeah. Play early. Yep. And uh, we played it the one day, and then I came home. When I came home the next day. I like threw the door open because I, I knew she was in the kitchen. I threw the door open and threw my hands off and screamed, You're a wizard, Samantha! <laughs> uh, it was far more satisfying than it uh, should have been. But anyways, this is the Gamers 2 Podcast. Did it, get, did it get a chuckle? Yeah, she, okay, she enjoyed right. it. Because I could also I could, I could go two ways. It could be, haha, funny Matt, yeah. good times. Or, ha, uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of like a your psycho laugh, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Ah, you're crazy. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Anyways, Gamers Do Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. I'm proud of myself this week. I made a conscious decision. There was a lot of financial shit this week. A lot of people reporting on their earnings, and I said no. I'm not going to put a single thing. Actually, I think I might have, but I'd be like, no, I'm not going to make a big deal out of this. So, uh, you know little pat on my back in case you're curious you know everyone's everyone's making plenty of profit you know they're not making as much as they said they were going to so they're making a big deal out of it they're being like oh woe is me i made you know two billion dollars instead of 2.5 billion dollars so we're gonna have to cut with the workforce but you know you know how it is corporate capitalism yeah capitalism ever upward that's excelsior we're going up. About, <laughs> to be fair, about the same. Yeah, I mean, honestly. One spur in the other. Yeah. Yeah. For some other reasons, but yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Should we hop, hop into new releases? We're just going straight in. Yeah, of All course. Because right. this list is massive. It's huge. Number one. Monster Outbreak for the Switch. Also what's happening in Ohio. Yeah. They're just, covering, least, they're just covering least, it up. Or at least in probably five years, maybe. 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 Uh, number two, Go Go Pogo Girl for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. That could be so many things. That could. I have a feeling it's none of the things that we want. Uh, and number three, Hogwarts Legacy for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number four, there is no number four. Those are the only three games. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. There's a lot more next week. Valentine's Day was everyone trying to avoid Tuesday release day. Uh, so we're gonna get a lot of. So we gotta get a lot of dating sims. Yeah, a lot of regular sadness and weeb games for everybody that's not gonna be out having Valentine's Day dates. Yep, that's fair. Me, <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. Valentine's is overrated. Commercial holiday doesn't necessarily mean you can't do something about it. it just. There's no reason to take it so seriously. Second only to no, I, that's not true. I was gonna to say I can, second only to Christmas, but I think Easter's pretty bad now as well for commercial. commercial oh, Halloween, Halloween, yep, Halloween. It's probably Christmas. Rank them real quick. Christmas, 
in, in Halloween. Rank, rank them by what? Commercial profit? Yeah, like com- how how commercialized they are. New Year's Eve. Do you think it's number one? Then Christmas, then New Year's Eve. Really? I think I'd put Halloween for New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve is across every fucking TV station throwing massive parties and massive concerts for 24 hours. Yeah, but they're not, like, selling you anything. All those 2,000-whatever-year glasses? Come on, now. Yeah, but, I mean, Halloween. All right. All that shit? True, true. I'll give you a a gross product number. Yeah, I'll give you Christmas, Halloween, Halloween, Valentine's Day. It's got to be Easter or Valentine's Day. I'm not sure I think which. Valentine's Day more than Easter. Okay. Because Valentine's Day is the... Easter is the kids' angle, but Valentine's is the everybody... Easter's weird now. Like, they fucking do, like, toys and stuff. No, no, I know, but that's, like, the Easter basket. So that's yeah. Like you, you're limited to the, like, the entertaining mm-hmm. the children where the adults are more like, ah, I have a meal or I go do whatever. Yeah, yeah. So Valentine's but, Day. But then you reach Valentine's Day where it's... Oh, now you're including everybody from 14 to 98 involved yeah. in something. So yeah, then, so yeah, probably Easter or New Year's Eve Easter, like on the same tier, probably. Yeah, yeah. There's a there is a lot of financial around that, and that's not counting uh, what is tomorrow slash today slash depending on when you ever listen to this Super Bowl, which is not a holiday, but is more commercial than probably a few things we just mentioned. I'm honestly surprising it's not a holiday in, in the U.S. Do you want to count Arbor Day or July 4th? July 4th is... Arbor Day is more of a joke, but then I thought yeah. about July 4th for a minute, and I was like, there's a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fireworks. July food. July 4th might slide up past Easter and past Valentine's Day, frankly. So the whole July Fourth thing, like us going nuts about, you know, uh, you know, us just going nuts about the U.S. Just being like, "Yay, we're awesome." That's got to be exclusive to the U.S. I don't think any other country does anything like that. Sure, but other countries don't celebrate Christmas the way we do. That's true. Or Halloween, or you know, like there's and there's... another funny thing is some countries celebrate the what, what things that celebrate these holidays the way we do because we do exactly like Japan with Christmas, KFC's profits through the roof. Yeah, nuts. It's weird. So weird. Anyways, I also bet that if we if we compared countries' gross income per holiday, which it gets really weird because how do you determine like what was for the holiday and not the holiday? I feel like the U.S.'s consumption on St. Patrick's Day is way more than Ireland's. Oh yeah, they are. I'm pretty sure they're they're totally confused by at a per person, not just raw number, because obviously we uh, we dwarf them in numbers anyway. Per capita, but per capita, it's probably not even close. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't because think they even like, celebrate. They're like, anything. who are you even talking about? And we're like, hey, I got my shillelagh. Wee! <laughs> Wearing green, get fucked up. St. Patty's Day is so dumb. Anyways. Every, everything is so dumb. Um, I love it all, though. You know what I don't love about St. Patty's? Corned beef. You know what? Corned I beef fucking, and cabbage I love corned beef and cabbage. This is why we're here. We compliment, ah, so we compliment good. each other so well. So good, corned beef and cabbage, and you get all that fucking that good stone ground mustard, or maybe yeah, what is wrong with you and mustard? I don't. You know. want condiments? I realize we're off the trail about talking about Nintendo's direct at this point, yeah. but you are somebody that has brought. I don't. I think I just feel five like five mayos to this house, and at least three mustards, and probably a few relishes. Oh hell yeah, for sure. I mean, that's not even counting the random condiments I'll find and be like, that looks interesting, and grab it and bring yeah, it Yeah, the fact that I have a bottles of, bottle of Arby's sauce downstairs. Yeah. Not including the time. I just always. <laughs> I'm I always... got a spare bottle of mayo from you without opening the previous bottle of mayo uh, yeah. from you. <laughs> I just always feel like. I just always have so much faith, or not faith, so much hope in condiments. And then, you know, it's just. Well, you'll, yeah. Hoping condiments is like, I don't have a good analogy here. I was going to say throwing darts at a dartboard, but it's worse than that. The dartboard is way too. Well, it's it's like, it's it's like a fucking, it's like mining for gold, man. You just hope you you strike a good one. Yeah. Every now and then you do. Yeah. Sometimes. More often than not. More often than not, you're just more dirt. More often you're just like, oh, well, this was a disappointment. Anyways, um, I kind of feel (laughs) obligated to do number one since it's so long. No, all right. Well, hey. Unless you want to do it. No, I mean, I 
I will allow your obligations to leave you. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. All right, I number also don't one. Know what that future implies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the first Nintendo Direct of the year aired this week. The trailer for The Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom showed off more gameplay before Nintendo reiterated the May 12th release date and confirmed the $70 price tag that was reported earlier this week. So here we go. Here's everything that was announced at the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Pikmin 4 will launch for Switch on July 21st. Nintendo gave a release date for Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp with the remake of the Game Boy Advance title due on April 21st. A range of Game Boy and Game Boy Color games are now available to Nintendo Online Switch subscribers, including Zelda Link's Awakening DX, Super Mario Land 2, Metroid 2, and Tetris. More games will be added later, including The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages and Oracle of Seasons. Nintendo Switch Online plus Expansion Pass subscribers also get access to Game Boy Advance titles, including... Uh, the original WarioWare, Zelda the Minish Cap. Is that is that really yes. what it's called? Yes. Mario Kart Super Circuit, uh, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga, upcoming titles including Metroid Fusion and the original Fire Emblem. A remastered version of the GameCube game uh, Metroid Prime launched last or launched the night of the of the direct, complete with a new control scheme. Samba de Amigo, Party Central, the first sequel to the 1999 Dreamcast titles coming this summer. Capcom will release a remastered Ghost Trick Phantom Detective this summer. Uh, a new Professor Layton game, Professor Layton and the New World of Steam, was confirmed to be in development and due to release this year. Layton Developers Level 4 also show off a new sci-fi RPG, uh, Depocalypse, or Depocalypse, which will... I guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Deca Police, Deca, Deca, whatever, uh, which will also <laughs> launch from the uh, before the end of 2023. There's also a new entry in Level 5's Fantasy Life series, The Girl Who Steals Time, uh, Bayonetta Origins, uh, what the fuck is that? Cereza and the Lost Demon was dated for March 17th. They did a lot of shit. Holy crap. A uh, new narrative adventure by Don't Nod, Harmony, The Fall of Reverie, was announced and will launch this year. Disney Illusion Island will launch on July 28th. Bandai Namco is remastering We Love Katamari Reroll plus Royal Reverie, due on June 2nd. Dude, the names are ridiculous when it comes to, like, the Switch titles, but specifically Japanese titles. Oh, yeah. Cart before the horse there, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first three... Etrian, Etrian, Etrian Odyssey games are coming to Switch on June 1st. It will be available individually or as part of an Origins collection. <clears throat> Nintendo released a demo for Kirby's Return to Dreamland DX. Uh, the first two Bait and Kados games are, <clears throat> excuse me, are getting the HD remaster treatment and will launch this summer. Other titles showcased included Octopath Travelers 2, Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC, Tron Identity. Omega Strike, Sea of Stars, Fashion Dream. Nintendo also gave details on four games that will receive DLC via an expansion pass in the coming year. Wave 4, the Mario Kart 8 DX Booster Course Pass, an expansion pass in Splatoon 3, which I believe is available now. The second wave of DLC for the recently recently released Fire Emblem Engage. And then Volume 3 of the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 expansion pass will launch on February 15th. Lots of Nintendo sheet, if you're into that sort of thing. Yeah, a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Everyone's Nothing going that nuts. I was kind of like, yeah, I wasn't like crazy about anything. I mean, obviously the Zelda stuff is the Zelda yeah. stuff, so like we don't need to talk about that because it'll be covered by people that really give a shit. Yep. Um, it's, it's I, the, more the, fun. The for Advanced us when it Wars comes is out. probably the most thing, the thing that I'm most excited for. Uh, and I just hope that it does actually come out on April 21st, but I frankly do not have a lot of hope in that. It's already been delayed, right? Yes. It's, yeah. Also, every time I hear Samba de Amigo, all I think is just like, I think it's the Funhouse reference from when they would, I think it was James would talk about Samba de Amigo, <clears throat> and I just laugh my ass off every time. I don't know, for some reason, um, uh, my brain immediately clicks to Carmen Sandiego. Samba de Amigo, Carmen Sandiego, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why. Yeah. Where in the world, you know? Yeah. Uh, that being said, segment doesn't make sense. 
Um, have you ever seen the GIF? Or I don't know, it's not a GIF, I guess, because it's usually maybe a thirty-second thing. But I, I don't even know what it's called. Somebody, the whoever, the person that figures out exactly what I'm talking about is going to be pissed at me for not knowing what the name of this is. Okay. But it's the uh, your brain on whatever, and all it is is just a little like doodle that's just like this, and it's just doing this, and it's played with like Mexican hat dance, hat dance music over it, and randomly all of a sudden the guy gets like the sombrero, and it's just oh no, stress, God, and it's just that, and it's always caption something like my brain as yada yada is happening and that's just all that's you know it's the equivalent of like when you look at somebody's brain and it's cobwebs and it's like yeah. no now it's just that and i use it every time that's like we're discussing doing wow things it's like oh yeah no we're gonna 100 do this and do this and it's like 30 seconds into the explanation or the conversation about what we're doing and it's just oh and every time i think about that i hear somebody and me go i don't know why hmm. i gotta see if i can find it for you into the inner workings of Nate's brain. Ooh, that is a that is a dangerous place. Scary. You tread lightly. There are many traps that get sprung frequently All on right. accident that I <laughs> okay. placed that I placed there and I forgot about. It's like uh, you know, where's that rake I left in the lawn? I haven't mowed in a while, but I know there's a rake out here somewhere. I know I left that custard pie at the other end of it. It would be terrible if I stepped on that rake. <laughs> it's a weird thought. Mowing the lawn, stepping on a uh, random rake. With a random, pie in the face. With a random custard pie at the end of it. You know what I mean? Like Mysterious. Mysterious. I gotta, I'm, I'm finding this clip after I do my next story. I got to find it. It's going to bug me. Anyway, let's talk about number two. NetEase has debuted its newest Western development studio, Splice. The studio is working on a world-class online gameplay experience using an original IP, and current job listings call for people with experience working on AAA games and large-scale teams of at least 100 people. While billed as a global remote studio, Splice has offices in Manchester, England, to support UK-based office and hybrid workers. It also has fully fully remote staff in the US, Canada, and other locations. The studio boasts senior alumni who work on franchises like Grand Theft Auto, Call of Duty, The Sims, and Rocket League, as well as veterans of tech firms like Google, Amazon, Snapchat, and Twitch. Calling Snapchat a tech firm is a, the, one of the weirdest things I think I've ever read. The company it makes sense, just weird realization. The company's career page says it will produce games with a realistic scope, timelines, and an emphasis on work-life balance and harmony for all teams. Can we be clear that any place telling me that we emphasize harmony? It's like a really weird, weird bullet point in the in the job job listing. It is strange. Um, we harmonize. <laughs> I'm sure we'll never hear of the studio again. That's probably true. It'll probably get absorbed before it's. Uh... Yeah, but I am genuinely curious about this whole concept of a a completely remote um, company studio. Yeah, yeah. That like has employees all over the place and doesn't really give a shit where you are. I just I, in theory, it sounds great. But I just don't think it's – we're in a state of flux. You know, we're, we're, we're starting to we – just Matt's pulling out states of flux. We, <laughs> we just, we're going for it. <laughs> we just came to the realization that we don't all need to be in the same place to, to work on things because of, like, you know, technology. I don't think we're quite ready for I – don't, I don't want to say that because I don't know. I, it's hard for me to – to comprehend that we are the the idea and the processes have matured to where something like a completely remote studio could be successful like that that people who are spread all over the place can work together and cohesively to the point of where they could complete a video game like you'd need some like quality fucking management which we all know is very hard to find it's the hardest thing to get I think it's also fully dependent on, I mean, yes, the quality management is one of the biggest keys. And then also it's followed in by the, oh God, I'm blanking on the word I want. Um, By like the people that you hire. Yeah. Because there are people in every job, like since that change has happened, since the, yeah. the flux has shifted, 
the that are just not capable to work from home. Oh yeah, for sure. Like they they either don't have a good way to like separate themselves of like no I am working now this is my time to work or mm-hmm. you know whatever um or you know they distract themselves or you know whatever there's first off there's also just bad employees it doesn't matter where you ever put them they won't do work yeah um but like I know a guy that I've I've played WoW with or whatever and he's like once we were okay to go back in the office, he's like, I go back in as much as I can because I just don't have, I as myself can't separate and I yeah. get distracted too easily or whatever. So I need to like mm-hmm. forcibly put myself somewhere. And I was like, I get that. I, for me, love working at home. Uh, I can do it. I do multitask my ass off, but I probably have undiagnosed ADHD. That's just high functioning and works in that environment. Yeah. But at the same time, I do want the option to be able to go in. Yeah. And so working at a fully remote place, like the UK one, it's kind of nice where it's like, oh, if you were close enough and you could justify driving into work that day and be like, oh, I'm just going to work in, this, in the office today. You'd be like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to do yeah. that. You kind of like make a day of it, you know? Oh, I'm going to go into the office today. I'll stop and like get breakfast somewhere. You know, I'm going to the mm-hmm. office. I'll be there for the day. But then there's also the the flip side. Yeah, if you're in the U.S., you don't have an office, so you either have to be good at working from home, or you have to fly to the UK. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work from the office for the week. I'll see you in two weeks, because i got to fly to the UK. I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, the whole idea of it. I think whole... it's still possible. I just think that they, they're they shooting a little high for the for the first run at that. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's Maybe just... like 30 people. It's just hard to believe that something would be like that would be successful right out of the gate. Yeah, like, hey, we're going to start at triple-digit hiring Yeah, and attempt to build the WoW successor. You're like, what? Yeah, it's almost like I feel like if someone said, you know what, we're going to try building the first remote studio, but it's not going to be a main studio. We're going to make it a support studio. Then I would be like, that makes complete sense. You know, low risk, small, their support studio, you know, that you just kind of like... you let them get their feet, their, their footing underneath them, and then maybe be like, hey, take on a bigger project. But what do I know? I'm just some schmuck. I'm some <laughs> schmuck with opinions. All right, number three. A U.S. judge has dismissed a Joy-Con's drift lawsuit against Nintendo. The legal action was initially filed in October 2020 by parents on behalf of their 10-year-old. At the time, they explained that the drift and the Nintendo Switch's Joy-Con, quote, became so pronounced that the controllers became inoperable for general gameplay use, end quote. The lawsuit was actually dismissed last November, with the judge arguing that the user agreement was between Nintendo and the parents who bought the console and not the child, who is a minor. So, uh, yeah, I was just dismissed on, uh, you know, paperwork grounds, being like, hey, you fucking filed this lawsuit wrong because you're an idiot and you're not a lawyer. Which is wild. Yeah. But also makes sense. So they'll just refile it, maybe. More than likely. So, fun stuff. Also crazy that it was beyond, <laughs> on behalf of a 10-year-old. Yeah, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Just be like, hey, uh, we're filing this lawsuit because we bought this console and our son says it doesn't work anymore. Not be like, oh, I'm doing it on behalf of this 10-year-old. Feel sorry for him. He has a child. <laughs> Your Honor. Your Honor. Look at that 10-year-old. And the honor is like an old fuck who's like, what? What's this? What's a switch? Like a light switch doesn't work no more. Is that what you're saying? You're telling me you can't? You can't, can't fix a light switch? You can't flick fix a light? You're you're suing over this this five dollar light switch, sir? It's a game console. Hey, it's, uh, Back in my day, <laughs> sir. <laughs> what do you play on a pong? All right, he I'm wouldn't done. even he wouldn't even know that. Yeah, or she. No, he. He for how old you're referencing, probably. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just making shit up at this point. No, number four, then. Day 389 of the Blizzard. Let's start that again. (laughs) Mulligan. Day 389 of the Microsoft Activision Blizzard drama. Here is this week's roundup. Microsoft has been issued with a formal antitrust warning from the European Union 
A statement of objections was sent to the Xbox firm on Tuesday in which the European Commission's antitrust enforcers detailed their concerns. Following that, in a rare te- television interview, Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick said, Kotick, Kotick, I don't know, I fucking never remember, said he believes UK regulators should embrace Microsoft's proposed acquisition of his company. Well, you look at the UK and you think about post-Brexit UK, it's probably the first country where you're seeing a recession. If you're the UK and you have an incredibly educated workforce with a lot of technical talent, I would think you'd want to embrace a transaction like this where you're going to see job creation and opportunity, end quote. And if you don't accept it, I'm pulling my company out of your country. <laughs> it did read like I caught the, the, the quote down, obviously, like cause he said a lot of stuff, but it, it very much read like a threat. It was great. <laughs> it's always it's always the. the I don't know. The air, the bat chesting, I guess you can yeah. get a little bit between a country and a and a company where they're like, "Hey, you're not allowed to like do illegal things." Then I just won't be here. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, hold on, that's not what we said. We'll let you get away with some illegal things. It's like, no, all of them. Uh, all right, well, just slip me two grand, two hundred grand. You know, that, I'll the tell account you what, that we won't talk about. If you put this in that Cayman account, we don't talk about it. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority has released a provisional report that it believes Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox or available on Xbox in an enhanced way, which could result in higher prices, reduced range, lower quality, worse service, and or reduced innovation. They also suggested selling or splitting off some portion of the company or its holdings so Microsoft doesn't gain control of the whole package. Be very clear really quick. Uh... Dear people at the UK Competitions and Markets Authority, any company, in any circumstance ever, those situa- those exact terms you wrote would apply. Yeah. About any product in this world, period, end stop. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, the whole, their suggestion was to break up Activision Blizzard and Microsoft only purchase, only get some of it. And for, like, you know, they basically, like, oh, Microsoft gets Activision Blizzard, but Call of Duty gets split off and someone else takes Call of Duty. And it's like, then what's the fucking point? Yeah. And who are you going to sell Call of Duty to? You're going to tell... Sony? Yeah. Are you going to tell Activision, no, you're not allowed to go, you're on your own? Yeah. They will still need a publisher. People. It... We have now partnered with Microsoft to publish our game. Huh? Wait, hold on. That's not what we... Oh, fuck. They got us. That would honestly be the most hysterical thing. If they're like, oh, no, no, they don't own us. They just publish for us now. Uh, what? What do you mean they can... Oh, <laughs> Can they do that? A couple analysts saw the report as a sign that the deal will happen. Uh, quote, we read today's release as a signal that the UK knows it has a losing legal argument. Yeah, it's it, true. Let's see if Sony realizes it. Sony has characterized Microsoft's demands related to the U.S. regulators' investigation into the proposed Activision Blizzard acquisition as obvious harassment. As reported by Axios, Microsoft has asked to see documents about seven Sony executives as part of the case and in the context of a subpoena it filed mid-January. So Sony is now arguing, uh, or is now upset when Microsoft said, you, Microsoft honestly should just open their court case with the fuck around and find out chart. You fucked around, which increased the amount that you will find out. <laughs> uh, the obvious harassment. Oh, my God. You're harassing them. Sony is like... They, they are just doing a speed run of how quickly they can burn bridges. That's, that seems to be it. Yes, I agree with that. I had a friend at work be like, I want Sean Layden back. <laughs> and I was like, I respect that. Uh, There's a solid chance that Sean Layden would reach the point where he just goes, we're not talking to them about this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sean would just be like, I've lost my mind. No. I told them from the beginning, don't argue with them. Come be better. Yeah, be better. That's... Uh, and they went, no, we don't want to. B 
be nice, get the best possible deal you can, move on. Yeah, if like Sony, if if Microsoft's saying, "Hey, we'll give you ten years," say we want fifteen, and then I, Microsoft probably be like, "All right, yeah." <laughs> and even if they say ten, go okay, I'll give you ten, but we start renegotiating at eight. Yeah. So yeah. we have a two year run up to get another ten year deal, and we keep yeah. going. Yeah. Like there's, and if you're really worried about it. You just bought yourself 10 years to, uh, to make a it. game that can compete. Yeah. And if you're uh, not concerned about it, or sorry, if you're more concerned about it, I don't know, make Destiny actually try to compete. You yeah. bought them. You bought the other 17 studios while you were doing this entire thing. Oh, well. On to greener things, greener pastures. Uh, Number five. Take two boss, Strauss Zelnick. Shared his thoughts on the rise of generative AI with investors during their recent earnings call, showing optimism for how it will enable developers to be more creative. While the CEO expects it will help reduce co- some costs, he is skeptical that it will, it will significantly change the process of game development. Quote, I do think that we'll be and others will be creating tools that will enhance our development and probably reduce some of the costs for what we have to do today. But I think you're going to see it have an effect on the overall cost structure of the business because I think it will just raise the bar. I think anytime you make things easier, we're going to want to do more and our teams will want to do more, end quote. Elsewhere in the call, Zelnick was asked about the long-term prospects for cloud gaming, to which the CEO noted Take-Two was, quote, one of the first, if not first, licensor, end quote, to support Google Stadia with Red Dead Redemption 2. He emphasized that cloud gaming is a distribution technology, not a business model, and described it as an evolution rather than a revolution of the game's business. That is such, like, I good word usage. I gotta say, I'm glad you said that, because I gotta say, I read, this was from the earnings call, and I started skimming it, and I picked up on, on that. And I was like, I'm going to read this whole thing. And I read, I read everything he wrote. And I could have done like, I could have done a whole page. That dude, fucking knows what's up. He talked about First Game off, Pass. My man's name is Strauss Zelda. He knows what's up. Yeah. He talked a ton about AI and went in depth about it. He talked a ton about um, Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass specifically, and the idea of Game Pass. And he talked about. Um, streaming services. Sorry, I found the video. I and the dude was just on point with everything. And I was just like, this guy, like, holy shit, knows it, what's it, up. It's very much where, because Take-Two's been on this thing from the beginning of being like, well, we don't really know if it's the future. We're yeah. not going to offer our own thing. We're going to kind of, you know, we don't yeah. know. And they, they very much went the, it's interesting. Give us some time. We'll research. We'll think. We'll talk. We'll, mm-hmm. we'll come up. And then Sony went, no, it's bad. <laughs> hey, stop making money. <laughs> Only we can make money. <laughs> Basically what it turned into. It was great. Like, I, I like, like reading. It, like, if you had the the Chad and the Virgin images, yeah. it's Sony yelling and then Chad read that, or Chad uh, take two going, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love reading everything this guy has said though because he he's um he's he like gives you thoughtful answers that are that are like real answers. Yeah. And like they asked about GTA 6 leak and he's like listen it was it didn't hurt the release date or development or anything like that it was just an emotional blow whatever we're going to we'll move we're moving on. Yeah. And as we know and he probably knows but can't confirm they were well past what got leaked. Oh yeah. In in terms of development. Mhm. It's just it was just nice. It's just refreshing. It's refreshing. To not, not see the bullshit. So speaking of not seeing the bullshit, yes. I believe the meme is called Undos Trace Quattro or the Mexican cat meme. Uh and I am going to play this for you. It is thirty seconds. This Okay. If this comes through uh on the podcast, you're welcome. You can find the video that I am finding. It is called Undos Trace Quattro. Mexican cat meme. <laughs> and this is what I have happened in my brain frequently during the day. <laughs> all right that's All right. it yeah that on repeat 
I could see that. I could see how that'd be relevant. Yeah. Huh? What? That's fair. Get my hat on and I do the dance. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. That'd be a good luck. Some uh, maracas. Maracas. Thank you. Mustache. Ah. Yeah, I would say castanets, but they're a little... Uh, fancy fuck over here. I don't even know what a castanet is. I think castanet. I think I'm right about that. It's the like clamshell looking things. Oh, the yeah, exactly. Okay. No. Much harder to play than a maraca. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I well, I can't. I can't play anything. You can play a maraca. I can. You can play a maraca the same way you can play a tambourine. I believe Listen, you can do those things. Play is a generous word. Create noise with yes, sure, sure. Play as insinuating like enjoyable music that's a hard no i don't think there's ever been somebody i'd hate to be the guy in the band or i hate to watch a band where you look at the guy that's really into the maracas yeah because he he can't sure he's on beat but like there is no mm-hmm. Ooh, i made the i made the beans or whatever the beads fall a very specific way so i turned this maraca into a rain dance dude tube, what if there just used is the though right, there's, listen, there's definitely let's, that guy let's, let's think this through there is that guy you know there's a high-end like handmade version of everything so like oh, yeah, yeah what do you think it takes to make maracas? like really nice maracas do you think they use like some sort of special beans or they use some sort of special material and they're all like weighed and shaped a certain way and there's like just let yes. your mind explore what that what goes into a high end set of maracas. Morocco. Bone, bone. Think the things made out of bone. Yeah, instead like of wood, elephant bone or yeah, something maybe it's like bone that. Instead of wood, it's wild. So really good uh, xylophone boards are made out of bones, rib cages, rib cages. I don't know if you're serious right now or not. Okay, you're not fucking with me. See, this is what happens when you don't know anything about something. Spooky, scary, scary <laughs> Uh, I wanted to keep the joke going, but I couldn't. I couldn't let him walk out of here with that I knowledge. Don't, I mean, I would have if I'm skeptic. I would have Googled it after I left, just to just to be sure. I mean, like that's too outlandish. What do we think the most expensive thing in Maracas is? Not counting like you know, just oh look at the don't don't look it up. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna look it up while we're talking about it. Okay, and then, so but I not, an and then when I say the most expensive ones, I'm not talking like ooh look at these ones made out of diamond or something like practical. Concert level maracas. I think you 3, said three. You said three thousand. I feel like that, that three thousand fifteen hundred per. Yeah, I feel 3, like that's. 
Why can I not spell maracas? Hand painted, hand engraved, some type of weird custom art scene on it or something. An ergonomic maraca handle. Do you think those exist? <laughs> Maybe. Is a maraca handle not ergo- ergonomic by default? I have questions. All right. All right, apparently they're not expensive at all. Damn it. I don't know, though. It's hard to... It's hard to... Less than $100 is what I'm seeing. Like $75, $55. But who knows? Like... Like how? What do you what do you search for? I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm over the Morocco conversation now. That's fair. I mean, it wasn't very satisfying in the end. Vintage. I bet vintage is where it's at. You continue on. Or, or I was going to make it satisfying in the end comment, but oh. we're just gonna. Oh, I never satisfy anyone in the end. Number six. Rumors abound. Here's what the birds are chirping about this week. You know, you hear those birds cheep 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 cheep. You go, what the birds fuck you chirping? Guys? And you're like, shut the fuck up! I'm gonna kill you. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? And then you just hear, and then you but then you hear the one beer, one bird outside. It's like Starfield release date rumors are resurging. They're coming. It might be out in June. And that's the bird. <laughs> and that's the bird you shoot because you're sick of hearing about it. It's the raven, basically saying nevermore. Yeah. yeah. Nevermore. Nevermore. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Gotham Knights developers next dc game will be single player and made an unreal engine 5 if job listings are to be believed man do you guys remember that game came out <laughs> not many people do and they immediately went not nah, single player never mind we're sorry <laughs> according to jeff grubb sony has a state of play planned for some time in the next month and sony is said to be holding stuff back as they have plans for a full-on e3 season playstation showcase where they will show you all the things not coming back microsoft and then be like, hey, you can't buy Activision Blizzard because God, you'll hoard you imagine, all the things. Can you imagine the fucking Microsoft press conference if they were just like, legally they couldn't, but if they were just like, man, look what we could do with Call of Duty. And people are like, let them just go with it. How passive aggressive do you think they're, if they if they do E3 style showcases, do you think we get some passive aggressive shit? Oh, a little bit of mudslinging? Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, according to Tom Henderson, a full premium Call of Duty game will be released this year. The game's development will be headed up by Sledgehammer Games and will be a part of the Modern Warfare subseries. Henderson speculates that the previously rumored Modern Warfare 2 expansion has likely been repurposed as a standalone title. He's thinking uh, November 10th, so right before Veterans Day. Elden Ring's Steam store page has been updated, leading many to believe that new content is imminent and or at least just hoping that something like that is. And that that they just changed something on the page normally. Yeah, they had a whole thing where they're like, it's only ever been updated right before a content release. And it's just, it's like, yeah. you fucking Elden Ring. You, you souls nerds. Here's the fun part. I'm going to do the next five of some quick stories. Oh, okay. This, this and then I'm going to give you five. Oh, all right. Because I read the first two. I, I, when I say read the first two, I looked and they were more than one line. So I'm just going to keep going. All right. Uh, questionable things. World of Warcraft is removing Twitter integration. Blizzard didn't say why it's cutting the feature, but widely held assumption is that it was caused by planned changes to the Twitter API in which you will have to pay for access. And I don't blame them at all, and I don't know many people who use it to begin with. Number two, Nintendo has announced plans to raise its employees' pay by 10%, despite its lowered financial forecast. According to Reuters, this is in line with recommendations from the Japanese government, which advised companies to quit sucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quit sucking asshole. <laughs> uh, advise companies to increase wages alongside inflation. Uh, number three, Valve announced that Team Fortress 2 will get a massive update, and currently players have been prompted to submit content to the workshop. Just don't do what the uh, you know CD Projekt Red one that we'll talk about in a minute did. For sure. Uh, number four, Angry Birds maker Rovio has announced that it is in multiple talks with potential buyers, as if anybody gives a shit. And number five, Sony has closed its offices in Turkey, but emphasized that its PlayStation operations in Turkey will not be impeded by the decision. They're scared of earthquakes. Too soon? No, probably. That's probably semi-accurate. I think they're just consolidating. Well, that was their whole thing when Jim Ryan took over, whoever. What, they, he, he was he, like, he hates earthquakes? 
Hey, he's consolidating. Confirmed, he's confirmed Jim Ryan yeah. hates earthquakes. He's he's making he's any cons- place that he had an office that has <laughs> high chance of earthquakes, shutting it down. Uh, they didn't like that PlayStation was stretched out all over the place. They wanted to cons- is he bringing consolidate. The troops home? Is he bringing the troops home? Yeah, bringing the troops home. That's that's <laughs> kind of it. Is that too soon? <laughs> Uh, all right, number six, CD Projekt Red has stated that the addition of visible, realistic labia and pubic hair and The like, Witcher 3. I feel like you wrote that. You could have left it with, like, full nudity or whatever. Yeah, no, we're but being you're... specific. We're being specific. <laughs> the addition of visible, realistic labia and pubic hair. Realistic labia and pubic hair in The Witcher 3 Next Gen Update. Was unintentional. They accidentally put in the labia and the pubic hair. Yo, yo, guys are bad. The developer is working on an update to remove the textures. Electronics Art has agreed to pay roughly $600 million to retain its status as the Premier League's lead partner and official video game license holder. $600 million or $488 million pounds, British sterling. British pound sterling, however they say it. Archaeology is coming to Minecraft in update 1.20. The Legends of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is 18.2 gigs in size. Breath of the Wild was 14.4. According to Remedy, Alan Wake 2 is playable from start to finish, and they will be launching one new game per year starting in 2023. Hogwarts Legacy has broken a Twitch record with the most live viewers for a single-player game on February 7th, the release day for early access. Hogwarts Legacy was being viewed by over 1.2 million people. Bioshock's Bioshock's, Bioshock Creator's next game, Judas, is planned to be released by March 2025. Cool. What the fuck? Why do we give a shit? According to GM of EA partner Jeff Gaiman, uh, that is a is that it's I I would say Jeff Gammon maybe G A M O N Jeff Gammon EA Originals because if it was Jeff Gaiman I mean that'd be great <laughs> you're in the right you're in the right industry uh, EA Originals the label created by Electronic Arts in 2016 to publish indie games made by partner developers is moving away from niche titles towards bigger releases. Which defeats the whole oh, fucking point of the labels. <laughs> oh, Jesus. So fucking annoying. It is. It's dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. I have this uh, specific thing. I meant to do this exact tiny little task. What if we put it in production at full scale and upped it by like 7,000? <laughs> it's not. Okay. All right. We could just build a new. No. All right. Fine. Whatever. And then what'll be great is that they'll run with this for a while and then they'll come out they'll with revert. something yeah, new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll be like, we're coming out with EA Indie. Indie, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And it'll be like, you had that, bro. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Indie. That's what you just called. That's all right. Anyway, yeah, that's all I got. Got nothing? Perfect. Seven days then. Yeah. How's how's the wizarding world been? You know, I'm pleasantly surprised. I was pessimistic. I have I have seen a lot of good things. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys at work is also playing it. Yeah, and he has been uh, pretty well enjoying it. Yeah, and I've been like, oh, maybe I, I I've come close a couple times to being like, maybe I'll give it a spin, but I'm not sure still if it's actually a me game. Yeah, that's what I would say. So it's not hard. It's not a hard game. It's not challenging. In no, way. and I didn't I didn't expect it to be. It gives me it's not supposed to be the Dark Souls of Harry Potter. <laughs> no, it gives me um, Horizon. No, it kind of gives me like Bethesda Bioware vibes, kind of where it's an RPG, like you action RPG. I don't even know if I'd call it an action RPG. It's hard to. It's hard to. I'm trying to. Like it gives me. I, RP, at first, when I first RPG started, with action. When I first started playing it, I was like, "This kind of feels like a Bethesda game because it's like, it kind of has like a weird like. I don't want to say unpolished, but it's. 
a weird focus on things that are important, but things that aren't are not polished. Because I've heard that. Yeah, like kind you see, of. You see facial animations in like important yes, people. Yes, yes, that see, type of thing. You see un. Where I was joking with the the guy at work when he was telling me about it. He's like, yeah, like the the important people you could see they really took a lot of time with, and then other people are kind of like just cookie cutter. Yep. And I was like, ah. Oh. So if you start talking to a cookie cutter person, you're like, yeah, you're probably done. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're of no use to my end goals. Get away from me. Yeah, it's it's like it's it to me. I see what you mean with the fallout, but that's the thing. At least yeah. for like that, where it's like, yes, you have clearly like fully voiced people that aren't just repeating. It's the same thing in WoW, though. Yeah, it's like it, it's it's you know it's a generic. I don't want to say generic, but it's an RPG. It's just an RPG. But like it to me, I look at it. and I'm like, this is what if I think double A, this is what I think. Oh, interesting. Okay. So like it doesn't have like that, you know, it's not it's not like a Red Dead or like a w- the Witcher or anything like that. It's yeah, yeah. But it's good. It's 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 enjoyable. It's relaxing. I think it came out at a good time and I think it's like I think a lo- I think it nailed it's one of those things where like they 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 released it at the perfect time because they released it after, you know, a, the video like a, a good video game season. So like people want like a game that's refreshing and light and that's kind of what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's a but good, it's, it's a good first game of the year type vibe. Yes. Let's get back into it. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, it's the low know, stakes, the casual, I guess. Yeah, low stakes, casual in it's still you know winter esque yeah. in in certain hemispheres and areas. Yep. Combat simple, like it's not overly complicated. It is far bigger than I thought it was going to be, and I was the things that. I went into the no, game pessimistic. A, remind me that I have a spoiler thing to talk about that I don't want to talk about because it's still too... Technically, the game came out yesterday, so... Yeah. Um, I went in pessimistic thinking that it wasn't going to deliver, and I've been surprised because it's... The the castle is... The Hogwarts, like, I don't think... Yeah, if I've anyone... Seen, I've seen some shit from people, like, walking the dining hall or whatever, yeah. and I'm like... If people complain that, Hog, that the Hogwarts castle isn't, like, good enough, they're... They're full of shit. Uh, like, straight up, they're full of shit. If you are realistic with your expectations of what a game could do, it they they did a great job as far as the Hogwarts castle goes. And the map itself is fucking massive. And I'm like, I'm like I don't even know. We'll see. I'm, granted, I'm five hours in. So, I played five hours. Samantha's played about four hours. So, Same, same save. Like nope. you guys, oh, no, you guys are playing different things. Different. She did a girl in Hufflepuff, and I'm doing Guy in Slytherin. Oh, right. Which we're finding yeah, now, that... Now, that that was my next question for both of you, mm-hmm. was because I know you get sorted, but I know you can also then choose if yep. you don't get sorted where you think you should be. So were were you sorted correctly? Yeah, but it's obvious. Like, okay. the questions are simple, and you right away will be like, well, obviously, this answers for this, this answers for this. Right, this right, but this. I guess... So yes, you two did get sorted correctly. Yes, she got sorted to Hufflepuff. I got sorted to Slytherin. Okay, and because um, I'm pretty sure my buddy at work got sorted to Ravenclaw. Yeah, which is his. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, which it's, we, we we were talking about it. And I was like, I don't remember what mine is. I had to go log into Wizarding World to figure out what it was again. What what is it? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Um, it's which I don't remember what that says. It's just it's intelligent, witty. I don't. I, I never remember what any of them are, other than like the movie depictions of like yeah. holy evil bastard child. Yeah. Stay away from us, weird nerds that nobody talks to. Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, Gr- Gryffindor is like courageous, brave. Hufflepuff is like loyal, loyal, like um, friendly. I think. Yeah. And... Ravenclaw is like intelligent and witty. Uh, Slytherin is like ambitious and power. That's yeah. Because kind of their... it's always funny with the Ravenclaw. What is specific is like you never. Nobody talks about them. The one thing I have noticed um, that I don't think the game is going to be super. I don't think the game is going to be replayable. Like, there's no point in playing a character from every house because, uh, other than other than having access to the different houses, there's really no difference between the storylines. Like, there's no, or at least so far, yeah, that I've seen. Because I have heard some people say that, yeah, they would go back and play as like a different house or whatever. Yeah, but, I don't. But I don't know. If that, I don't think that's coming out of anybody that's finished it yet. That's yeah. just like people that are like, "Oh, I'd be curious to like go in and see if it is different, maybe in a different yeah. house or whatever." As uh, so far, what I've seen is that the storyline's been identical, and like the dialogue is like changed to a very minuscule amount. I also don't know if there were like achievements or trophies tied to it. Yeah, 
But um, yeah, it's been good. The camera's a little janky. That was my big complaint was the camera's is janky. It third, but then... Is it third person over the shoulder? Uh, it's third person. <clears throat> like gears, I guess when I say third over the shoulder, I mean like gears but zoomed out or like, you know, Red Dead, like a normal third person camera. It's, it's, I would say normal third person. Gear, the gears camera is the wrong third person because that's yeah. literally shoulder cam. Yeah. It's regular third person, but the feeling of the camera is janky. Oh, but okay. I read a Reddit post where someone said basically there's, there's multiple different settings for your camera sensitivity uh, and camera acceleration <laughs> and if you're playing they basically like if you're playing on controller do this and it was like turn one all the way up and the other one all the way down and when you do that it feels just like every other normal third person game oh, okay so it's just one of the typical like your default settings aren't right but yeah. the other nitpick that i have is the the ui they have like what clearly is a pc mouse selector like it's, yeah the old cursor stuff from yeah, yeah. which is which, which is not surprising because every fucking game does it now and it just pisses me off yeah it's annoying i wouldn't mind it's the if, same if you could also use if you could use the d-pad instead like if you could, sure yeah, yeah but you can't so oh that's really annoying yeah it's the and it's, it's also i mean it's out on pc so like i understand mm-hmm. but it is the asinine annoyance of that being one of the things, and then also the armor screen that is in every RPG since 2014, mm-hmm. where it's the, here's your character in isolation. Select, and it's just like, oh, God, come on. Somebody's got to redesign the character screen in an RPG because none of you have original ideas anymore, and it's pissing me off. Yep. Um, what are some other things I can say about it if people are on the fence? Uh, if you are a Harry Potter fan, I would say just get it because, like, I... I got a lot of joy out of, and this is part of the reason why we bought it early. Cause I know that's kind of one of those conversations people are having about like all the early access deluxe thing and how successful it was. Uh, I, it was worth the extra money to, cause we have more playtime at night during the week than we would on weekends. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I was like kind of one of those things where I was like, it was worth the $10 to get ahead of, to actually be able to play it before, you know, the peop- shit was all over the internet. It's the, yeah, that, and instead of doing the, we bought it Friday. Played it Monday. We, yeah, we played <laughs> it Monday. It's like, what's the point? Um, I got a lot of joy out of Samantha. She was like, she would see things. Like, we'd be running around, and, and she would and that's see where something. I feel like there and was... it would be like a tapestry on a wall. But it means something. And she'd be like, oh my god, that's this. And then we'd go over, and we'd do the fucking uh, reveal um charm or whatever and i i've been calling it ravioli because it's like i was gonna say revealo so we're right there yep i've been saying ravioli (laughs) uh show me the spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) and the fucking like field guide page would pop up being like it's so and so like trying to teach trolls ballerina or whatever and so like there's all these like yeah things then it's all there and it's like where it's supposed to be that's where i feel like if i don't know if i really want to talk about i'll say it uh, there's been like people I've been, tr- I've been trying to be more interactive on Twitter and you know, like having, I'm sure you've seen it because you see whatever I fucking do things. Not in a bad I'm way. always watching. I know not, not in like a bad way, but like you yeah. always see when I'm interacting or whatever. Uh, and I'm, I'm just conversing and doing things. And somebody was talking about like, uh, man, I wish I had somebody or, you know, like that I could sit down and just like play games with or share mm-hmm. or like share games with or whatever like that. And I was like, yeah, it's really cool to be able to share those experiences rather than talk about them later. But it's also good. Like, I always appreciate whenever we can sit down and do this. And we like when God of War is coming out. We're both talking about God of War. It's like, oh, where are you? And this and this and this. It's that moment. But there's something very special about being able to sit in the same room with somebody that is that big of a fan of the franchise and go, I just kind of want to watch you wander around. I don't want any part of this. I just want to watch your face light up as you see the fucking tapestry and you lose your shit i'm like yeah. yep sign me up yep which that that it is very much that this is that game yep. for sure and it's easy because like how many people fucking love harry potter yeah but uh yeah it's been good we've been enjoying it i'm curious to see how long it's gonna be um that that is one of the things by the way that i need to ask you about okay is there is a if you're a fan you know yeah um yeah, I don't know. Don't really, don't really know what else to say about it at the moment. Good word, good enough for me. Yeah, 
What don't else ask. Going on? Don't ask me. My okay. same, it's the same thing as everything. Yeah. Wow. I haven't, I haven't started a new game yet. Yeah, that's fine. I need to finish a few other games first. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had, before Harry Potter came out, I wanted to play High on Life, and I wanted, uh, I had a friend um, at work play Pentiment, and he said it's actually, it's amazing. So it's really good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that'd be great to play. Oh, he also played High, uh, high on Life. I was, he also played uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Yep. So it was good. Yeah, Pentiment's in my list of, like, I might try, because I might just hit Game Pass up for a dollar and do that. But I need to finish Neon White, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty close to being done with that. I need to finish Freshly Frosted because that's been my calm, like, go solve, solve puzzles game. Yeah. And I think I only have, like, two or three more boxes to go, which are, it's a box of donuts, so it's 12, yep. 12 puzzles per. So I only got a couple to go, uh, and I should probably knock that out because it's still it's such a, one of my favorite fucking games. I love it. I don't know why. It's just so, so good. Um, I need to knock those two out, and then I'm always just doing WoW stuff, so. MLB the show it's started its promotional stuff, but they haven't done any of the like no pre they started they did a pre order, but there's no release date and there's no like gameplay or anything trailers yet. So I'm like yeah. I'm not pre ordering you until I see everything, even though I will pre order you before it comes out. Mm-hmm. But at, it's like the you haven't shown me anything, so I don't give a shit yet. Yeah. I'm not I'm not hyped. So there's and then there's always the seeing the Harry Potter stuff, I'm like, yeah, it, it does look really good, but do I it's, actually give a shit? And that's where it's the it's the hard part for me of like it does look really good, but I don't know that I would be into it enough to That's what go for it. Yeah, I mean it's like would I have a good time? Probably. But would, would I have as good of a time? I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say. Like I think if if it was if my ag- objective opinion assessing the game and and how how I think you'd feel about it. I would think you'd probably would regret paying seventy dollars for the game. Yeah. Not that it would it you wouldn't like enjoy it, but you'd be like, well, I could have this money would have been but better I, served and somewhere. That's, else. My, that's my other thought is I know how much other stuff is coming out within the next two months. It's like because it I think it just makes sense to buy a different game. If I was talking to people at work about it, I was like if you strip away the Harry Potter layer, it's just it's, kind of whatever. It's just a just generic rpg that's not really special yeah and it's like why spend 70 dollars on harry potter if i'm 50 50 when i can spend one dollar on 50 50 this in game pass and go yeah. just bonkers yep yep save myself 69 dollars. yeah and it's not like yeah it's just a generic rpg so you could watch it which i'm sure you have and you'll you'll get it right away and be like yeah i got it yeah um the one thing i will say that's it's been a weird week because you have in the same week, we uh, this is like a personal thing, I guess, more than anything else. But Harry Potter, you know, book series, movie series, mm-hmm. that's now a video game. That's pretty good. Oh, and, and then The Last of Us had game. aired their episode Friday, and it was the episode with uh, the brother, the brothers. The, yes. And um, you know the game that's now a show, and I have to say, like the episode itself was probably. It was good, but it was probably of the five episodes that have come out. It's probably been the weakest one so far. Yeah, but the scene at the end, um, where you know the culmination of what ends up happening to the brothers, mm-hmm. seeing that like live, like in you know, in, yeah, was, live action acted out. Yeah, yeah, live action acting out. They the actors did a fantastic job. It was, it was intense. I was like, all right, well, that was something. So it was, it was like a weird, weird week. World's flipping. Yes. Yeah. But that's all I got. I, that that was the excitement for the week for yeah. me. I mean, mine was all, we already talked about mine. We had nothing there, so. All right, then. Super Bowl pick. What's the Super Bowl pick? Ooh. Uh, God, a gun to my head. Um, All right, let's start. Chiefs easy. thirty-one twenty-six. Okay. Do you care who wins? No, yeah. not really. Okay. I want a good game. So thirty-one twenty-six in favor of the Chiefs. Okay. There you go. I don't have a. That might be one of the highest scoring Super Bowls that have happened in a while, but might make it. I can't remember. My history is not great when it comes to remembering the games. I remember like moments that I I go, well, "What was the final score?" Oh, Jesus! <laughs> Never mind. 
so yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'll go 31-26 Chiefs. I'm not gonna pick one because I have literally zero background knowledge. Or That's the best time to pick one. That's how people win the March Madness bracket thing. They pick it based on where they go. Want to go to vacation, or who has prettier colors? Like, I mean, I was gonna. I would say Chiefs then because, right. like, you know, why not? Sure. There you go. Matt pick Chiefs. There you go. So Eagles fans suck it. Murder them. I didn't see. I didn't even go after that. I didn't even have to go after. That. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> We'll see you guys in uh, six days or four, five, five, six, whatever. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.